You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 278. Alright, so the schedule is all messed up. I'm not even going to bother talking about it anymore. The past few weeks have just been a whole bunch of things of every time I try and keep the show on time, something happens. And so, I have a solution to get this thing back on track. And I'm going to tell you all about it uh, after we read some letters and listen to some music. And when we talk to my guest this week, Power Nerd. And we have a fun chat, and you're going to enjoy that. And, of course, there's lots of cool music and all sorts of other things. You know what happens here at Beyond Synth, right? We play cool music, and we have fun chats. And today is no different. And I'm going to play you now. I'm <laughs> I'm going to play you now this song uh, from Neon Punks, which is a cool track. And it's brought to you by my awesome PayPals. You know, people can support Beyond Synth at uh, patreon.com slash beyondsynth, but also if you go to beyondsynth.com and click on the donate button, there's a PayPal option. Like these awesome people. Well, there's Yota. There's Upgrade Jimpy, the king of the PayPals. Then we got Austin Whetstone, the Rosconian, Brandon Moore, and Ross Bruce, Digital Dreams, Gustav Velichek, Anselmo Incorporated, Russell Nyes, Daniel Williams, Timothy Warwick, Jimmy Groon, and Jersey. You guys are pretty cool. Thank you for supporting Beyond Synth. And now, thank you for listening to this awesome song from Neon Punks. This is Detective Skyline, featuring Born in 82.
right, and that was Detective Skyline featuring Born in 82 with the track Neon Punks. Yeah, that's a cool track. You know I like cool tracks, and of course that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. The kings of the Pattersons, you know them. We're talking about John Masari, we're talking about Robert D. Bishop and Chris Dance. Man, you guys are so cool. You know who else is cool? Mike Shima. You guys are all super awesome people, and I hope you dug that song. So, uh, my schedule has just been fucking crazy. Uh, The kids, they uh, closed the schools again, just when I thought things were getting organized, and I also went to a very disorganized vaccine thing, which removed a day from my life. It's just been chaotic, because next week's episode has a ton of guests, and it's shaping up to be a very gigantic show. So, if you kind people, kind Beyond Synth listeners can bear with me since this episode is releasing either late Friday or early Saturday and next week's episode is a giant show so if you guys can hold out a week I'm just going to get back to my Tuesday schedule so there won't be any Beyond Synth during the week and then next week everything will reset with a very long episode so that you don't miss out on any Beyond Synth content. That one's probably going to take me extra long to edit anyways. So that's the plan. I hope you like it. Because that's the plan. And I also wanted to film some Andy spaceship, but now that the kids are back home, it makes that incredibly difficult. Andy needs a studio where he can record the podcast and film Andy's spaceship without his family around. And we're going to make that happen by magic. All right? We're going to magically wish that an oil baron or some... Listen, at this point, it can be anything. doesn't have to be an oil baron anymore. It can be uh, just someone with a lot of money. And they're going to show up and they're going to be like, Hey, Andy, we like the cut of your jib. Uh, Here's cash. And I'm going to be like, thanks, man. Uh, Or lady. (laughs) Hey, shame on you people. When I did that voice, you immediately assumed it was a man. You guys are the assholes. (laughs) Not me. Let's listen to some more music. And then I've got some letters to read, okay? So here is a cool track from Chris Kia from his album Virtual Machine. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Jose Arbello, the king of hell, Mike Erdahl, the king of 5666 land, uh, Tim Carlton. What's another word for 50? Like half century, but is there a word or a coin, like a 50 cent piece? I'm trying to come up with a nickname. And, uh, and of course, Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend. So I hope you guys dig this track from Chris Kia. This is Conspiracy. <laughs> Oh, 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 
tonight, and that was Conspiracy by Chris Kia. Yeah, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's City Hunter, the coolest guy in town, and Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club. And we have a new patron this week. That's right, Matthew, a.k.a. Now, do you say this is Zach? X-A-C. Zach. I'm assuming that's Zach, right? Anyway, Zach, you're in the 777 Club, you cool guy. And thank you so much for supporting the show. Zach, I think you actually sent a letter in. Hold on. This is a letter from Zach, by the way. New 777 donor says, Hey, Andy, finally bit the bullet and threw my money at you. In a fit of insanity, I'll be questioning later. Just a casual listener that loves the podcast and the genre. I don't know if paying the lucky 777 counts as hailing Satan, but Patreon let me do it. So, shrugs? Hail Satan! Well, listen, Zach. Hail Satan to you. (laughs) I never actually thought about this, but is there any listeners who is offended by this (laughs) devil talk? Anyway, the point is, all right, that Zach's a cool guy, and he's supporting the show, and I support his decision to support the show, and so should you, and you should also support the show. Today's the week that I tell everyone to support the show. I got my eye on a big gold boat. I might not really be good at swimming or like boats, but the idea of having a gold one seems pretty cool to me. So look, let's listen to... Oh, we gotta do birthdays too, eh? All right, I'll do it in a second. Look, let's listen to a track first, and then we... uh, Maybe then we'll do birthdays, then read some more letters. Uh, I want to hear this one from Best Korea. Uh, Played a track of his before. Actually, he was on the show once. Remember when I did live shows for like two weeks? (laughs) I think he was on one of those for a few minutes. Anyway, Best Korea. This song's cool. It's called Crucible. For the next hour, we're going to be presenting to you some of the most bizarre and unbelievable things... in the occult and its various aspects of it.
right, that was Crucible by Best Korea. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Cool people like Clint Dowling, Jimmy the Hutt, Newmark, Alex Seligson, and Neverman, a.k.a. Magnuson, what was it? Burger Magnuson Von Bialbo. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff. Uh, how about this? Let's, uh, let's do some birthdays. Well, you know, I like to say happy birthday to awesome listeners of Beyond Synth. And don't forget, if you are a patron of Beyond Synth and you want me to do a birthday shout-out, you just got to message me and let me know when your birthday is, and I can add you to the list. And then sell that list to the government. <laughs> it's a trick! <laughs> They're upset because no one's filling out their census forms, and so they said, Andy, you've got an inn with a population of tens of thousands. We need to know their birthdays so we can figure out if they've emigrated illegally. And I'm like, hey, man, I'll help you with that because I care passionately about that subject. And uh, the point is this. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to Harkaden. His birthday was April 7th. That means it was two days ago. Harkaden, I hope you had a lovely birthday. You're a cool guy. In fact, you are in the Beyond Synth Discord, are you not? I'm just scrolling through the uh, Beyond Synth Discord now and see the last thing that you wrote. You say, I am eagerly awaiting the next episode. It's a great show. Next episode of what? Paprika really is like OG anime Inception, but even cooler because it's animated. So you're looking forward to Paprika? (laughs) I don't know what any of this is. (laughs) Look, the point is, I hope you have a good birthday, all right? You're a cool guy, and thanks for supporting the show. And on April 11th, a very special happy birthday to Mr. Magoo Samurai. You are the only samurai in my list of patrons. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means you live by a certain code. But I do know that you are a generous man. I'm assuming you're a man. Uh Uh-oh, maybe I'm the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys were the asshole for assuming that my voice before was a man's voice, and now maybe I'm an asshole for assuming that Mr. Magoo Samurai is a man. Well, it is Mr. Magoo. (laughs) Mr. Magoo was a man, right? I guess technically he never dropped his pants, so I guess we never really knew. And I guess technically that doesn't even... (laughs) Let's find out how woke I really am. (laughs) Look, who cares? How about this? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) No, seriously. Happy birthday, Mr. Magoo Samurai. Uh, I hope you guys both have lovely birthdays, and I hope you get exactly what you wished for. And if you wished for a good birthday message, I apologize, because I did not deliver that. But I tell you what, I will deliver some cool music now. So let's listen to this track from Hyperlink Dream Sync. Now, this is a kind of dreamy, sort of chilled-out vibe. It's called Carrington Institute, so anybody who knows the things I like know that. Am I playing this just because it's a perfect dark reference? Who knows? The point is, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Eurobeat intensifies, a star apart, restless nights, and honeybeard. So check this out. This is Carrington Institute by Hyperlink Dream Sync.
And that was Hyperlink Dream Sync with the track Carrington Institute. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Johnny Five, Monkey Magics, Kempson, Ken Jeru, and Martin Larby. And Blake Peterson. <laughs> Sorry, it's just I was going to leave that for later, but I'm like, what's the last one in the $25 club? Might have included him in the... Might have in, might might as well include him in the club. Cut all that shit. I'm yelling at my editor. Hey, fuck you, man. You don't fucking pay me nothing. I don't think I can do distance jokes very well because I compress the show so heavily. So, like, if I move into the distance, I think it'll still, like, boost my volume like I'm close. Actually, let's try it. The joke is I'm having an argument with my editor who's in the other room. <clears throat> okay. Hey, you son of a bitch, turn it down. Turn the volume down. We gotta raise the volume in here. Hey, quit telling me what to do, you son of a bitch. Uh, you don't pay me nothing. All right, I'm, I'm unclear of your ethnicity, and hopefully that's not offensive. <laughs> kind of sounded like I was doing an Italian voice there, but uh, listen, okay? Later in the show, I'll be chatting with Power Nerd from Vienna. And we have a fun chat. And uh, I have another lesser... Le- I have another lesser... To- I have another letter to read. Actually, this wasn't a letter at all. <laughs> There's a guy called Matt Shepard on Twitter. And he tweeted at me and said, Just finished the entire back catalog of podcast. Only taken 18 months to get through 277 episodes. Love from Leeds, UK. Thank you, Andy. Please give me a shout-out, and then you will truly be a cool guy. Plus the rest. I think he said plus the rest because he tagged a bunch of other people. That's what people do, you know? You make a post and you you want to make sure people see it, so you just tag a bunch of other randos. And believe me, they were randos. But listen, Matt Shepard, congratulations. I love that you caught up to the show right as I'm having problems <laughs> keeping the show on schedule. So now you've been able to enjoy the show whenever you want it, and now you will experience the pain of all the people who actually listen to this show when it comes out. And that is the uncertainty of when new episodes will drop. I have been keeping to one a week. It's just that the last few weeks, every every day, like I said before, just something new happens that just prevents me from getting the show out on time. But don't feel bad for me, because I will write this ship. So if I miss a week here or there, I'll make up for it with a jumbo show or a few three-hour shows. You guys like hearing about math? (laughs) Is that something you like? I know you like listening to cool music, so let's listen to another track. I want to hear this one. Uh, It's called Neon Angel. That's the song name. It's by Heartbeat Hero from his album Need for Synth. I think that was the last one. I'm finally getting to tracks that I probably selected like two years ago and like... (laughs) My playlist is funny. Uh, It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, Well, there is Forged in Neon with a 2049. I think I just saw her posting like she's starting a podcast. So there you go. Something to listen to if you're bored. And uh, and in the $20 club, we got Joshua Winter and Chatterack. And I hope you dig this. This is Heartbeat Hero with Neon Angel.
right, and that was Neon Angel by Heartbeat Hero. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Jizz Whaler with the 1986. In the 1985 club, we got Sarah and Rachel Buchelman, or as I like to call them, the Buchelman Sisters. And as probably everyone likes to call them. <laughs> it's not much of a nickname if that's just what you are. And of course, Gene Creamer, Private Eye with the 1515. I think I've got a few more letters here to read, and then we'll listen to another song, and then we'll go chat with Power Nerd. This one's from Ayla. Oh, we heard from Ayla last time. I gave them a shout-out. Thanks for the shout-out. This is Ayla now. Loved the list of bad movies. If that was improv, then genius. Yes, it was indeed improv. I don't mind SJWs at all, really. People are gonna be people. I enjoy hearty banter about things that stand out like that. Sometimes I'll read YouTube comments for a laugh. Haha. <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> YouTube comments are so depressing, but most of the time what I love, because I do watch lots of different channels with different um, points of view, and I love when I watch a channel that's trying to claim that they're, like, not assholes, and then you look at the comments section, and they've cultivated just the most horrible audience, and it happens all the time. Other people are like, how come they keep on saying my channel's sexist, and then, like, every single person in their audience is, like, saying horrible things? I think sometimes, yeah, there's people who are just slightly intellectually dishonest where they don't acknowledge, like, they can be cultivating a horrible community and they act as though it's not their fault or that they don't know. Because that kind of stuff really makes, it would make me think. Fortunately, my audience seems pretty cool. And the only reason why I say this, because this sort of thing would, it does make me think, right? Like, if I was making a show and I was just like, hey, man, I'm just like a happy, silly guy, and, like, all of my comments were people being assholes... I would question, like, what is it I'm saying that's attracting these people? Because if I truly felt like I wasn't putting out that energy, it would at least make me think, like, what's going on here? Let's let's take it out of the realm of politics for a second. Let's say, you know, I do this show, Beyond Synth, and all of the comments are people talking about My Little Pony, and they're all My Little Pony fans, okay? Well, there would be a point where I go... I would just start asking people like I would just start in the messages going like what what is it about My Little Pony that like why do you like my show and what's the connection between my show and My Little Pony because like you know maybe there would be like an audience to exploit there you know me I'm a big exploiter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would make me question it, right? So sometimes when I see these YouTube people where they talk about stuff and their audiences are horrible, it's like, that would make me reconsider what I was doing if I didn't agree with them. And that's when we get into the interesting stuff. Anyway, listen, there's more to this letter. Ayla says, thank you for your cat consolation. And then in brackets, cat-solation? Also refreshing to hear other Yorkshire people on a podcast. Was really surprised at that. I thought the rest of the world didn't think us English northerners didn't exist. And the whole country was the size of a football field lol well ayla i love uh, i love uh, northerners the accent is awesome <laughs> i enjoy talking to adam McNabb on the phone just because i like his voice <laughs> it's funny without him having to do anything funny but to be fair your country is the size of a football field thank you for writing and i've got a letter here from chris zakharoff he became a patron last week and he probably wrote me this letter last week and I didn't read it, but I'll read it now. He says, Hey Andy, I can't believe I've missed out on your show all these years, but I'm so glad to have discovered it at long last. This is the Synthwave radio show I didn't know I needed in my life. LOL. Thank you so much for putting this together. Keep up the excellent work. I've got a lot of catching up to do. 
Cheers. Well, Chris, of course, was a new $5 patron. So thank you so much for supporting the show, Chris. And you could take a lesson from Mr. Matt Shepard from Twitter because he listened to all 277 episodes and it only took him 18 months. And it took me eight years. <laughs> so there you go. But seriously, thanks for uh, listening to the show. You people are all cool. So how about this? Let's listen to one more track and then we will go chat with Power Nerd. So this is one called The Night is Calling Your Name. And it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $15 Club. We got Prophet of Jupiter Hampus ML, and a special shout out to Dennis LaFunk, who was apparently a guest on another Synthwave show, and he posted about it in the Discord. I was a guest on another show, and I'm like, how dare you promote this nonsense in my Discord, Dennis LaFunk? <laughs> but I hope you're doing alright, dude. So, I hope you guys dig this. This is Stiglitz, with the night is calling your name.
And that was Steiglitz. It is Steiglitz, right? Or is it Stieglitz? I'm going to say Steiglitz uh, with the track The Night Is Calling Your Name. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We got Luke Jackson, Skywolf, Mads Baron Christensen, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Lyle-Lane. And uh, let's go chat with Power Nerd. I will say this. As I was editing the show, he said something that I found really funny, and I did not laugh at it when we recorded the show. And I would like to acknowledge that it was funny. We're talking about metric and pounds versus ounces. And I'm trying to say that over in Canada, we use some metric, but then we also say what our height is in feet and and still uh, weigh ourselves in pounds and stuff, even though we we are on metric. Like, so we sort of unofficially do that. He says, and, he, and then he said, oh, pounds or ounces? And I say, well, we sort of do a combination of both. And then he, and he goes, oh, pounces. <laughs> and... I didn't notice him say that. And when I was editing the show, I just burst out laughing and I'm like, oh, that was great. I mean, it's ridiculous, but again, I laugh at silly things. You know that. And you also know that uh, we're going to go have a fun chat. So this is my conversation with Power Nerd. All right. Well, I'm here right now with Power Nerd. How's it going, man? Hey, um, fine. Thank you. And you? I'm great. So, uh, <laughs> so how does it work? When I look at you online, you're called Power Nerd Patty. I don't do any research, mm-hmm. so I don't know. What is your name? Is it a secret? Uh, my name is Patty, and my real name is Patrick Stürböt. But that's not easy to say, I guess. So I, I'm going with Power Nerd Patty, or Patty. That's like a b- burger patty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, technically... I think a burger patty is with T's. A patty. Okay, now I'm I'm softer. I'm a soft patty. Yep. <laughs> just the name. I am not soft, but the name. Because <laughs> I think so. I think a patty is something else. Yeah. Like a pad. Pa- what's a paddock? Hold on. Paddock. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to the dictionary here. Okay, so if I type okay. in define patty with D's, I get. Rice patty. A rice patty. Oh, no. I'm rice, no rice, especially patty. in the husk, whether gathered or still in the field, mm-hmm. a specially mm-hmm. irrigated or flooded field where rice is grown. Yeah, rice patty. Okay, okay. okay. And then if I define <laughs> patty with two T's, we get patty, a small, rounded, flattened cake of food, especially yeah. one made from ingredients that have been previously ground, chopped, or minced. Okay, I'm, I'm leaning towards the second one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the more of that. This is all very important information. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, where do you live? In Austria. Okay. It's not Australia, it's Austria. Okay. No kangaroos, uh, old joke. But yeah, Austria, it's like we, we wrote, it's the, the I'm coming from the birthplace of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know in, who he in is. Graz, yeah. But I'm living in Vienna. That's the biggest city in, in Austria. What's the weather like in Austria today? It's kind of no weather weather. You notice it's, it's kind of gray. Everything is gray. It's windy. It's not exactly cold, but not warm. Well, that's... Hey, man, listen. Sometimes... I got nothing. I I was... (laughs) Sometimes I do this thing where I just start talking and hope that, like, a sentence comes out that's useful, but... Yeah, we can try. Well, how about this? Yeah. Why don't we talk about Power Nerd for a moment here? So when when did Power Nerd start? Um, Power Nerd started in... um I think the, the real beginning was in 2015. 
where I made the first synthwave tracks released in 2016, I guess. So I'm, I'm a little bit, yeah, I'm the second generation of synthwave artists can you say is is that correct i don't know how to um to rank the generations yeah I'm not sure either i mean technically okay so generation one gen one transformers we got optimus and bumblebee and <laughs> uh i'm trying to think here what what are the uh the gen one synthwave well i guess the what the valerie collective mm-hmm. and uh, uh miami knights and laser hawk uh, yeah I'm, i'm always thinking about kavinsky as the first one and he did the first tracks, I guess, in 2006, around, so very, very early. But uh, the, the classic synthwave with Laser Hawk and I think it's like 2008 or 10? Yeah, I think it's like 2010-ish, 2010-11. Yeah. The reason I'm telling you is because I think now there is a, are many new producers and I, I think I'm I'm one of the older ones. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to think how to categorize the generations. Yeah, it's interesting because now it's like, what gen? Are we on generation five? I mean, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is and this? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's, in fact, it doesn't matter. But I think it's it's kind of interesting because I'm there are many producers I don't know, and when I started in in 2016, I I kind of knew everybody. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at Twitter now, there are many new. Producer, so I'm kind of thinking, am I old or not? Were you doing music before, like different type of music? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm coming from the first band I had in, in the 90s. It was like grunge that became punk and hardcore. And we toured quite much. I even played in Canada in 2000, I guess. And then, like in 2000, I started um, studying chess guitar and had another band it was like 60s garage rock and then later i finished my my jazz guitar study in 2005 so you were studying jazz guitar is that i studied jazz guitar yeah i'm i'm a jazzer yeah okay I always uh, played in bands and discovered um electronic music like in i guess it was in 2000 where I've, um, i had my first computer with 20 and since then i'm doing electronic music and i kind of stumbled into synthwave it was an accident i just accidentally made a track with 80s style 80s influences and that was synthwave and i loaded it up to soundcloud and it got quite good response and so i sticked with it yeah 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 well how about this how about we listen to some yeah we're gonna go back you you put out an album in 2016 called nerd power yeah and uh let's just uh, listen to the power nerd anthem because it's a cool song and it's by power nerd
And that was Power Nerd Anthem by Power Nerd. And I'm here yeah. right now with Power Nerd, Patty, Patrick Stubert. How do you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stubert. Stubert. Yeah, kind of re- revealing my real name for the first time, I guess. Oh, is but that a secret? I can beep it out. No, it's no secret. Okay. <laughs> but I never told it. I mean, to be fair, if... if <laughs> I'll just keep saying it from now on, and by the end of the show, it's going to be so warped because of my pronunciation. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a difficult name. Yeah, Stuabjorn, Stuabjorn, Stuabjorn. Anyway, why did you call it Power Nerd? I don't know, because I'm a power nerd. I'm kind of a nerd, and power is always cool in synthwave. So I'm a power nerd, like very nerdy, but with power. You know. <laughs> Why do, why do you what? think of yourself as a nerd, man? Because I'm I'm building stuff like robots, and I have an, a 3D printer. I do nerdy stuff. I'm just a nerd, and I'm I'm proud of it. Yeah, but doesn't building robots make you an engineer? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> Wait, you have a 3D printer? Yes. It's very cool. I don't think I know anyone who owns one, so now I know you. You see? No, I've, I've always found 3D printing very interesting. It's very interesting. It's like um, printing, but in 3D. It's, um, <laughs> you just build layers, layers upon layers, and then it's a thing, like a little power nerd figure or something else or a robot. What's the material that yours uses? I guess it's P- PLA. It's called PLA. I'm not very good with the specific names, but there are different kinds of uh, plastic you can use. And I guess um, it's PLA. It's called PLA. Is it expensive to get the refills? No, no. It's like 20 euros per um, kilogram. Kilo? You have kilo? Or you have yeah, 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 yeah. Pounds. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> or ounces. <laughs> we sort of have like a hybrid. Okay, pounces. Well, because our official our official measurement in in Canada is all metric. Yeah. But when we weigh ourselves or say our height, like okay, on my driver's license it says my height in centimeters. I think. Mm-hmm. But if I told somebody how tall I was, I would say like I'm five foot. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I would say it in feet. Okay, interesting. And I would say it in pounds. If I say how much I weigh, I say pounds before I would say mm-hmm. kilograms. But that's like sort of unofficial. Like interesting. Officially, we we do yeah. a metric. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's another fact for you, you nerd. <laughs> Thank you. you. File that one away. <laughs> so with 3D printing, when you say it, you get it by the kilogram. Like, do you just get like a mm-hmm. brick, or does it come in cartridges? Like, how do you feed the 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 material into the printer? Um, it's like a it's filament. It's called filament, and it comes in in it's a roll like wool. You know the wool? Yeah. You um knitting, and this is like plastic on a roll it's i guess it's not the, the right word spool we say spool spool, spool. yeah that's i think that's the word yeah mm. and it gets into the 3d printer and gets melted and so you, you you're building layer by layer and then do you have to sand it i don't have to but i could it's kind of exact but um you see the structure of the layers you know mm-hmm. so you can make it look prettier but most times I, I, I'm not doing that because I'm building some practical stuff like for putting pans on the wall, you know, like yeah. stuff and this and that, yeah. <laughs> what got you into 3D printing? It was when I built my drum robot 
and I found online like a tutorial how to do a, do a robot. Yeah, and it needed 3D printed parts and a 3D printer isn't that expensive anymore. It's like 300 euros. So I bought, I bought one and yeah, since then I'm very happy. I'm a happy owner. Wait, what is a drum robot? A robot which plays drums. <laughs> what the name says it all. <laughs> it's like a, a cool thing. Um, it's sync to the music and it pretends to play drums and it's it's very um i'm kind of proud of it because it it works are you are you going by just getting like templates off the internet or are you actually like doing 3d design and then printing stuff that you've designed in 3d both i'm not very good at designing the stuff but i'm i'm it's okay so i'm, I'm i can do some stuff but not very pretty stuff so i'm if i want some nicer stuff I look online if there is something or I can do it my on my own but that's most times not so pretty and how long does the whole process take printing yeah just the printing it's kind of slow and there are different kinds of quality you can print so you can print with low quality and so it, it's faster better quality it's slower but two to three hours for some little um, piece like 10 centimeters I don't know how many pounds that is <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's kind of the, that's the downside of 3D printing is it's not fast, it's slow, and I guess it's, so. It's not really fun to watch. No, not actually. But you can do other things while it prints. Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> producing. <laughs> you can um, do everything. In fact, and one nerdy fact is um, I've installed a camera that is directed at the 3D printer, so I can watch the 3D printer when I'm not at home. <laughs> because. <laughs> I always got nervous. You never know if something happens. And if I'm out and I'm printing something, I can watch it. And if there's something wrong with it, I can cut the power off. Got also all with my smartphone. Oh, cool. That's nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to make you yeah. justify this nerdy thing for the rest of yeah, the show. Yeah, I have to. I have to. All right. Well, that's pretty nerdy. So I'll put that down. That gets a check mark. <laughs> so nerdy. Monitors 3D printing with smartphone. <laughs> check. Yeah. <laughs> so far it checks out we'll see though perfect do you ever have things like fuck up like what what happens if it starts to go wrong yeah most times it's um the the, the print is not um a sticking to the ground here you have this plate where it's uh, should be sticking on so it can um put on the layers of it but sometimes it goes off okay and then it's just anything it's just i'm printing in the air kind of stuff that's the the, the classic failure do you ever get anything cool out of that though like some weird mutant thing no okay <laughs> no. oh because you cancel it yeah how about this mm -hmm. I, <laughs> this has been a fun conversation about 3d printing but i want to yeah. uh listen to some more music so i want to go ahead to uh to 2017 Ooh. i have difficulty saying this title uh testoster mm -hmm. testosterosa yeah, that's what's right. And uh, I want to listen to this one. This was one that was featuring uh, PJ Daughtry, which we all, mm. of course, know as Ultra Buzz. Yeah. And, uh, and this was a cool track, man. This is uh, Testosterosa yeah. by Power Nerd. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say featuring Ultra Buzz, although technically... At the yeah. time, it was just featuring PJ, but... Uh, True, yeah, it was sometime before Ultra Boss. Yeah, but whatever. The point is this. It's a cool song, so let's listen to it. This is Testosterosa. <laughs> Testosterosa. 
All right, and that was Testosterosa by Power yeah. Nerd featuring PJ Daughtry, a.k.a. Ultra Boss. And I'm here right now with Power Nerd. Wait, so if you're in Austria... Yes. Wait, isn't isn't PJ in Vienna? He is in Vienna too, yeah. All right, see, I remembered something. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a pat on the back. <laughs> a petty. How did you uh, meet him? I met him at a gig, I guess. So I I played a gig with Powernerd and he was there. So yeah, I met him there. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the classic story. Wait, before when you you were talking about playing in like uh, grunge and punk bands and like yeah. the early 2000s. So what was that? Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was cool. It was my my youth, I guess. It was, it was a cool time. It, it was with the one band. It was called Sick of Silence and we were doing like politically hardcore, like this vegan stuff. You know, and then would, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was vegan like two and a half years then. And yeah, we played many shows in whole Europe and even, as I said, in Canada. And it was a cool time. What happened to that? Yeah, it broke up, you know. It's just um, people get older. Did someone start eating meat or what? Ah, uh, later. It was after it broke up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that didn't break up the band? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I asked the hard-hitting questions here. That's the point. Yeah, it's, it's so just just the natural life cycle of a band. Then it wasn't like uh, I. That's that's well said. Yeah, it's just we were young and it broke up. People got other interests and yeah, we moved on. Did any of your other former bandmates end up doing music and other things? Like, do you keep track of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The singer of this band is um, quite active. He's more the singer-songwriter type. But there's a big gap here because you were saying mm-hmm. this was in like the early 2000s and then Power Nerd sort of started in like 2015. So what was going on in that interim period? Yeah, I, I um, joined or I, I actually founded a, a 60s garage band, like garage rock and roll band. It was quite fun to play and quite successful in Austria at least. Yeah, this was from like 2005 and then I left it. Then I was doing this and that how many <laughs> how many bands were you in it just sounds like there's like a different genre and a different band every few years I, I was a professional musician for like quite a time after I, I, I finished my jazz guitar study I was a professional musician for like five years till um 2010 ish so or no later 2012 yeah but it was quite hard to live just from music I was teaching guitar and it was really wasn't fun no money and no fun in in teaching, so I, I stopped it. And right, but um, I always played in bands. Like with the Corona, the COVID thing, I, first time I, I didn't play since nineteen ninety six. You mean live? Yes. Do you still wait? Uh, so, so even with uh, with Power Nerd though, like do you mm. do you still play for other people? Like live instrument guy I guess that's not what they call that <laughs> or is everything you're doing now just power nerd I'm I'm actually playing in a wedding band that's the, the only band that I'm playing at right now and is that grunge and hardcore music <laughs> no not at all <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like wedding, wedding music. We play pop music and rock and roll and stuff, but it's good for some money. You can earn good money with, with weddings. Mm. So that's the only thing, but we didn't play, I guess we, we played two or three weddings this year after the first wave of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not much money this year for, from music. And um, with Power Nerd, I, I stopped playing live. I just, 
didn't enjoy it, got no um, fun anymore out of, of playing live with Power Nerd, to be honest, because it's such a big task to play with Power Nerd live. I don't know if you have seen some live footage of Power Nerd playing with masks. You couldn't see a thing or not good and can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stopped it. We were playing one last show in October in Vienna, but I'm concentrating on, on, on making music now, yeah. not playing live anymore. Yeah. So, but you're still like you're still committed to the Power Nerd project. It's just not just it's just not going to be live anymore. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> What? <laughs> you, you say it with such conviction. You're just like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just decided to not play or to not focus on playing live anymore. That was very much very time consuming because mm -hmm. I'm kind of a perfectionist. And I never, never could achieve this, this, um, level I wanted, you know? I had this idea of power nerd in my mind, but I, I, I couldn't deliver it. I couldn't do it. Like, it's so, so hard to do. Well, it's tough because, like, a lot of that stuff is just money. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. You know, you just want to do certain things and it's just like, ah, but I, mm. everything I do, like all the videos I make and mm. stuff, it's all cardboard and yeah. dollar store paint and just the cheapest mm. recycled materials I can find. Like, yeah. as much as I would love to have all this elaborate stuff, I have to remind myself, yeah. like, oh, but there's no money. So, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta build this out of cereal boxes, and mm, yeah, you know. true. That's that's the downside. But I guess that's um, the reason why I'm a nerd too. I have to build stuff for myself because I can't afford it. <laughs> so you, I, you have to get creative. But things break <laughs> if you're doing it for yourself. Like the, the weirdest things happened live. Like um, the laptop went out of sync, or the MIDI sync, or the the masks are breaking. It's Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's the frustrating thing. Like it, and it always yeah. scares me whenever. I mean, it's so weird yeah. now. I haven't been to a like yeah. a live music show in a while. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the thing that always scares me when I go to synthwave shows is when there's like a laptop. Yeah. Because I've seen now like three or four shows where there was a a problem. Yeah. And yes. so now it just now there I I have a bit of anxiety every time I watch like a synthwave show and I see this laptop on stage and I'm just like please don't yeah. fucking fall over <laughs> don't yeah. fuck up or you know <laughs> yeah that's was the point with Power Nerd I couldn't um, relax while playing I couldn't concentrate on the on the fun part right because I had to think about as my work was to sync everybody like the drama. Mm -hmm. was was synced with my computer and the guitar player got his um, guitar presets from the floorboard from me like I, I was the center right if my thing um broke everything was was done so no no chance and this was very stressing you yeah, know? yeah yeah no for sure yeah I couldn't imagine doing that because I've I've the mm. same sort of I don't want to say like uh, neuroticism but like It's perfectionism I guess you want to have it well done I think yeah, yeah. and like Like, Adding the the layer of live on top of it yeah. is just this extra stress. Like for me, when I mm. make my videos, yeah. you know, I, I'm literally filming like a multi-camera TV show, but it's all mm -hmm. by myself. Yeah. So I've got like cameras set up and I've got like a screen to, so I can see. And there's always a problem that I discover once everything is done. Yeah, true. You know, I, I get the footage into my computer mm. and then all of a sudden there's yeah. like one hair on my head that's just coming down <laughs> in front 
of my face, you know? And so I was trying to pay attention to the lighting and make sure the thing was in focus and make sure I looked okay and I had, like, makeup on and stuff. And then I'll get the footage and there will be one other thing. And I go, fuck, if only there was just somebody else whose job it was to just take some, on some of the responsibilities, right? Because I always... True. Or things being out of focus. I've had that happen before, too, where I film and everything ah. looked okay. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, the camera went out of focus like halfway through right. filming. And then ah. I get the footage. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, I did so much work. <laughs> and then at the very end, like something messed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like and you can't, you, you don't see it if you're alone. So you, you would need another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's stressful. Stressing, <laughs> stressing. <laughs> uh, but look, yeah. I want to move forward forward to Brainwave Accelerator from November 2018. This was a song that I dug. It's called I Am The Danger. Mm. Now in brackets it says EP version. Okay, yeah. It's another solo on there. That's the difference? Yeah. The one, um, yeah. Well, let's let's just listen to it and then we'll uh, keep talking. This is I Am The Danger by Power Nerd.
All right, and that was Power Nerd with I Am The Danger. And I'm here right now with Power Nerd talking about making music, yeah, performing live, all that fun stuff, or not fun stuff, I guess. It's both. It's cool and not cool at the same time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Wait, so when you when you performed live as Power Nerd, who was the yes. band? Who was the band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're saying, like, because there's other people on stage with you, like, who are they? Yeah, it's like my bandmates, my former bandmates. It was um, the guitar player, Mark, the drummer was Georg, and the singer, Vin. It was, just, it was Power Nerd, the band. So these are the people who you play with when you do, like, the other stuff? No. Different people. Oh, okay. Different musicians. Yeah. I know many people. <laughs> so you just have all these like musicians on call? Yeah. I just typed in Sick of Silence reunion show from 2013. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're, just... good. You're good with Google. <laughs> just a Google, a Google master. I have to Google it too. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Google master. Google man. I was just curious. I was just, I was just mm. doing a little behind the scenes research, man. That's what I do. Oh, man. Talk then a bit about just the, the power nerd project in general then. Like what are, what are the influences or what are your influences for making like this kind of music? It's, it's difficult because it, it always changes that every release is sounding different. I always get new influences and new ideas and I try to incorporate them on the releases. Right now I'm kind of going down the heavy route the harder stuff the last um, album was quite heavy and I'm still digging it first release like Nerd Power was very soft and poppy because this was the time when I discovered Synthwave but I guess the longer I'm doing Synthwave the more my my original um my original style comes through like this harder stuff because I'm I was how do you say socialized with with heavy music like with hardcore and punk mm -hmm. and I'm a big Daft Punk fan and this stuff comes through more and more I think that's the, the fun thing with Synthwave is you do your own style and your own influences in the 80s way it's, it's very fun you can do everything with an 80s twist and then you can call it Synthwave how do you start a song like what what do you have to put down first that gets you going it uh, depends sometimes I'm just um, doing a beat and then I'm, I'm building stuff around it with the more heavy stuff it's more like um, computer based like I'm doing this and that and then trying out different sounds more it's more of, of a sound design with the heavy stuff and if i'm doing more melodic stuff like the stuff i did with dana i'm, I'm more like the keyboard guy and just composing on the keyboard with a cigar and a whiskey <laughs> yeah it really depends on the music or the style of music i have no um no one way or approach to make music Right, but then going into a project yes. or a song, mm -hmm. do you know what style it's going to be before you start going? Because obviously if you say, if I make this type of music, I like to start with a beat, but then you have to know to start with a beat yeah. if you're going to be making that kind of a track. So you must have some sense of what you're going to do. Yes, the longer I do it, the more I can um, predict what it's going to be. When I started making electronic music or music in general, I just, um, it happened, more accidents, you know. But now I can sit down and think, okay, I will make a mellow track, a soft track or a poppy track. And most times I will get to the point where it's this kind of track. It's uh, changed over the years and I'm almost, I'm doing music almost every day, kind of a maniac, especially right now. And I'm doing very much stuff mm -hmm. and I'm getting... Um, Better and better doing cool music, <laughs> a music I like myself. Are you are you actually like a, an avid cigar smoker? No, 
<laughs> it was just a, a metaphor, you know? <laughs> like, I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't think I know anyone who smokes cigars. No, it's kind of... In the 80s, it was kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not a smoker at all. Like, I never picked up that habit. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't mind the smell of a cigar. Like, when I walk past a cigar smoke, it's like it, it has a nice smell to it for me, but I never had an interest in smoking one. Cigar, I like pipes, you know, the, the pipes? Mm -hmm. That's a good smell, but cigars are kind of very um, intense, or aren't they, the smell? Well, it's, I'm going to say it's a nicer smell than just plain cigarettes. That's true. Plain cigarettes are very... Um, boring and, and, and disgusting at the same time. Yeah. And weed. That's the thing. Because I, <laughs> I don't really smoke like I yeah. did when I was younger, but I don't now. And so mm. if you're not getting high, uh, the smell yeah. of weed sucks. Like if you... If, mm. I hate it. Mm -hmm. When they legalized it, I guess it's legal here now or it's complicated. Oh, really? It's, Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's legal. Okay. They have weird rules. It's like you can have it, but you only have mm -hmm. like one quarter of a joint and you can have two oh, plants yeah. or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't follow the rules because I don't smoke, yeah. so I don't care. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, when you know someone who smokes all the time, they're very uh, <laughs> conscious of all the rules and regulations. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah, but when they did that in, in Toronto, mm -hmm. like everywhere I walk now, like mm -hmm. there's always just city street corners that just smell like weed. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what mm -hmm. it smells like. Yeah. And I just don't like, like, I think it's different if you're the kind mm -hmm. of person who gets high all the time, it smells nice to you because it reminds you of getting high. But for me, it's just like, it this fucking corner smells like skunks. It sucks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I fucking yeah. hate it. Like I would rather smell cigars, even though that's that's a worse <laughs> habit for you. But True, but I, I don't like it either. I like the, the smell of fresh plants because when I, I was younger <laughs> uh, when I was younger I was quite a heavy smoker mm. dope smoker I even um, um, growed my stuff in the mountains of Austria that sounds nice yeah that was nice but I got busted <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the, the smell of fresh plants is, is better it's like not that intense you know not that um, yeah I don't know it's, it's very like a hammer like a smell hammer smell hammer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sweet stuff yeah. yeah that's the thing I mean it's a funny topic because I don't smoke anymore and I haven't for a long time like it's been over yeah, me neither I think I feel like it now it's been over like 12 or 13 years or something okay. yeah, yeah. for me and um, but at the same time it's it's like of all the things people could be doing that's the one I endorse the most mm. to me it doesn't seem to have the harms like, like all the other yeah. sort of things have it's just for me personally I find if you're mm. sort of an erotic person mm. it doesn't work for me true the way that it seems to work for other people like it didn't relax me it did the opposite <laughs> it would always make me like on edge and true true uh, same here I, when I was younger it was cool but now I can't do it anymore because it stresses me out yeah it's so funny to me how it does to me the opposite true of what it seems to do other people go like hey man you know when life's stressing you out you just need to relax yeah. man Fucking yeah, yeah, take a talk <laughs> man and then like when I would do that it would just remind me of all the shit outside true and true, yeah. and so it it's funny the way that works so so I'm into a black tar heroin is what I'm trying to say <laughs> that's my favorite or uh <laughs> what <else>? nice <laughs> 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 Heroin, yeah. Is it legal in Canada? No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but, but, but I grow it in the mountains of uh, of Austria, and then like uh, <laughs> it was legal. No? Yeah, I don't even which 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 I don't even know how do they make that one again. I'm an idiot. I, I I'm so I'm so square. I don't even drink. Like I I don't do anything. Yeah, me, me neither. I stopped drinking um, a year ago. I was quite a, a heavy drinker. I drank beer, but I stopped last Christmas, mm. and I'm, I'm really I'm doing nothing right now. Any nothing. I have social drinks. You know, like if I go out and meet with friends, I'll have drinks. But like. Mm. I don't have alcohol in the house. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who yeah. who buys booze and just has it on hand. Like a beer in the evening. Yeah, like, right now, the only difference is my wife received a gift card to the liquor store okay. <laughs> for 25 bucks. And she doesn't drink at all. Like, she, she mm-hmm. never has. So I... I will spend this because, like, if people mm-hmm. give me a gift, I will buy it. So, yeah, of course. I can tell you that at some point when I feel like going outside and wearing like <laughs> 10 masks, I will go to the liquor store and spend this $25 <laughs> coupon on probably a thing of gin or whiskey yeah. or something. Um, yeah. But that'll be like the first amount of booze I've had in the house for, you know, like three <laughs> years or something. Like, I never do yeah, it. Yeah. But, you know, the, the occasional Ryan Ginger is all right. Look, this is dumb. Let's listen to, <laughs> let's, let's, Good let's topics. Listen to some Good music. Topics. <laughs> <laughs> our our private lives, <laughs> yeah, Good, of of nerds apparently. Because now it's like, how cool is this? But then I don't know because I I don't find the opposite of these stories that much cooler either. Like if someone mm-hmm. tries to impress me and go like, mm-hmm. hey man, I I can drink a whole fucking bottle of whiskey, man, and then I ran out. It's just like to me, I'm like, cool, dude. You're a cool yeah, guy. Yeah, it's very strange because what's better if you have to drink more to get drunk? Yeah, no, it always There's seems no, silly no to point. me. It's, yeah. it's more expensive, yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not <laughs> impressive to me when someone's just no, like, so you have to spend like $80 like to get mm. drunk? Like, I mean, if you if if I had like two or three shots in really, really quick succession, mm. that that's all it would take. So I know for myself yeah. personally, I'm like, all right, it would only take me about like 4 to $5 of alcohol if I just went yeah. bloonk. <laughs> that's the sound of me taking a swig. All right, look, <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, Mega Wave. You were talking about it earlier. Oh, yeah. Your uh, collab with Dana Jean Phoenix. Yeah. And, uh, and this was a fun album. And I want to listen to mm-hmm. this track called Sunrise Stance because mm. it's, uh, it's one that I dig. And yes. it is by Power Nerd and Dana Jean Phoenix.
right, and that was Power Nerd and Dana Jean Phoenix with Sunrise Stance. And I'm here right now with Power Nerd. Hey. Just talking about making music and stuff. So yeah. you've done a few collabs with Dana Jean in the past, but this was like the first yeah. sort of like just sort of collab album. Mm-hmm. So how did this one start? I knew Dana from the Flame from Testosterosa. The EP, um, the first track I did with her was um, Flame. I asked her if she can do vocals and... So we got to know each other and then she played in Vienna. And so we, we get to talk and yeah, we just kept in touch. And then we had the idea to make an EP. I think it, we, we just talked about an EP and that got this album like Mega Wave. And working with her is just so, it was so fluent and kind of natural. It was really cool. And this album is, is really more than the pieces of it. It's just evolved into something special. And it was very cool to work with her on this album. Well, I thought it was a neat idea because obviously, in, you know, in and around the synthwave scene, there is a lot of collaborations that happen on like singular mm. tracks and stuff like this. Mm. And even like there's some artists who, you know, like a producer helps produce the album for a vocalist or whatever. But this was, yeah. I feel like this was the first time I had seen just a full on like it is just a collab album specifically. Uh, true. Yeah. Never thought about that. But yeah, most times producers are more in the background. Yeah, true. That's true. True, true. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember if if we plan to do like a proper collab album or if I asked her if I can do some tracks for her because I was um, doing some tracks for her um, album before then it just um, became a thing I don't know if we just planned it like this or it became an album but it turned out nice it turned out nice what are you what are you working on right now different things I have a new um, collab a new project in fact that's more of classic synthwave with um, I don't know if you know Edictum he's from Vienna too it's a synthwave producer and I have a new project with him okay going to, to release it this year an album and I'm working on tracks and stuff and top secret stuff you know like very top secret yeah <laughs> and yeah st- stuff I want to do some power nerd singles in, in future some heavier stuff because I, I thought um, this um, power nerd for me is now the project I can do whatever I want like trying out really heavy stuff or anything and the other projects or the other collabs is where I'm doing more of the classic synthwave and 80s stuff wait so it's gonna have a different name the new project is is a new project yeah with a new name and this uh, yeah 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 <laughs> it's true it's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> listen someone wrote this question into me like years ago and they said uh, I'd love a fuck up night where producers share their biggest fuck ups in production mixing performing etc <laughs> always encouraging for newcomers to learn about stuff like that do you have a particular like live performance or production yes. thing where something messed up like bad yes I have and uh, it's it was a live concert. It's very fun. No, it's not fun. It, it was horrible. And I tried a new setup. As I said, I'm a nerd. I'm always trying new things, and I want to have it and that it's all perfect. And so this time I had two Mac Minis, 
and they are both like the same um, program is running on on both like the same uh, music program mm -hmm. and it was so complex and I don't know how I did it like I had some switches where I could switch from one computer to the other if something fails something with a time code and stuff it's very complex but I all made it by myself and I learned if I do stuff by myself it tends to break yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always with, with concerts stuff is happening that will never uh, happen in rehearsals Mm -hmm. So it was all checked out, all was working good. But at the gig, I noticed that the music is, is slowly um, losing sync and somehow drifting away. So it gets two times the same stuff, but out of sync. And I couldn't do anything. It was just fucking up. And the drummer had no sync anymore and it was sounding horrible. And so... <laughs> I um, just left the stage. <laughs> that was it. Was uh, it was a dick move because the other power nerds they were playing um, like ten minutes without me, not knowing what is happening, and I was sitting in backstage like don't know what to do, just ashamed of myself. And <laughs> were the Mac Minis? Do you have to have the registered software on? all the computers I, I, yeah. at first I was predicting the problem was going to be you know you, are, you have a Mac Mini so you have like this is my copy of Logic that is registered mm -hmm. but then if you have two connected it would like cancel the one out because it's like you're using this on the same no 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 I had one with um, online registration and one with the USB dongle right that was fine but my setup was it was strange and complex because I, I think I, I had a, a switch And both were running at the same time, but they were connected to two audio interfaces and they were connected together. And so I could switch between the one or the other. And somehow it messed up and, and they both lost sync and you could hear that. I don't know what happened. I still don't know it. And it's I don't quite understand this live sync business. Me neither. Okay. And that's the problem. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It was so strange, and it's just this classic, yeah, it's live, it has to happen. Don't know, you can't do anything except go off the stage and hide backstage. Fucking computers, man. Yeah, true. This is why I do not like to do anything live, because I get flustered mm. as well. Like, I'm not good at, at playing it off. Mm. Even when I do, I mean, I've never done anything like that, like in front of mm. audience. But, you know, even when I would do things mm. like try and stream on Twitch or something yeah. and I want everything to go well, mm. but I'm also doing it myself. And so, you know, you hit the wrong mm. button or something happens and then it takes a while to sort of recalibrate like, okay, wait, what, what's the problem? And I always want mm -hmm. to seem like I know what's going on at all times, even though I, yeah. even though I jokingly make jokes about how like, oh, I'm all flustered and I don't know what's mm. going on. I usually still <laughs> know what's going going on it's just sort of <laughs> i like to yeah, act I like i don't but i secretly do know what's going on <laughs> but then when i really don't know what's going on <laughs> then, then i'm just like uh, 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 uh bye you know? <laughs> yes it was my plan too i went off stage but the thing is that the setup was exactly meant to be if something goes wrong i have another computer But exactly this setup brought me into this situation. So if I had, had only one computer, nothing would have happened. My urge to, to have a perfect setup 
made this happen and this was so frustrating I swear to Christ like computers and technology it's like they're speaking with each other and they know mm -hmm. like this happens to me too when I try and be careful it's always the backup it's like true yeah it's, like the other yeah. day again I always buy cheap things but I bought another headset <laughs> for the mm -hmm. Xbox yeah. so I could play online with people mm -hmm. so I buy this new head this is my headset now and, and whatever mm -hmm. then literally my <laughs> son's headset on the PlayStation breaks yeah. the same day so that he has to take this one now <laughs> I'm literally unboxing mine and I can hear him in the other room going hey my microphone's not working how come my microphone's not working I'm like are you fucking kidding me like so I find that that happens all the time every time I, I, I think I'm being smart by going ah I bought a new hard drive that I can put my backups to and then another hard drive will just die yeah true it's like I can never win I, I'm never allowed to have everything <laughs> under control there always has to be some sense of you know yeah. stress or problems the stress yeah it's always this um, it could happen that's the stressing thing especially in life always this feeling yeah it could happen any moment that the computer fucks up or stuff uh, anyway yeah <laughs> but I'm happy to uh, to <laughs> to conjure these lovely memories um, yeah. how about this let's move on to destroy to create yes this is the the newest one and how about this mm -hmm. why don't you pick mm -hmm. the song that you want to hear that you want people to hear from this one I want to hear um, destroy to create the first track I really like it perfect all right man well let's listen to this this is the titular yeah destroy to create mm. by power nerd
All right, and that was Power Nerd with Destroy to Create from the album Destroy to Create. <laughs> and I've uh, I've been chatting with Power Nerd. Do you want to talk to me about this uh, album? Yes, Destroy to Create. I had to destroy things to create this. It's very meaningful. It's very deep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. So you took so yeah. you, you destroyed some Mac minis. <laughs> that too, yeah. But it's kind of I, I think it's the whole process of ending the band, you know, and, and going on alone. So I had to um destroy it like the old stuff to create this new album. This was kind of my, my thing. Have you seen those new Mac minis that have like the, the arm chip or whatever? I, I saw it but I'm not interested. Ooh. <laughs> I'm edgy. Since I stopped playing live, I don't need new computers and I have like this Windows computer as my studio computer and it's very good. I love it. I um, I went to Windows with this machine one or two years ago, and I'm very satisfied with it. It's one thing that I was going to do eventually. Like, I mean, mm. I've been using Macs primarily since college. Yeah, yeah. The problem is just the damn price. It's like that's totally. like my last computer cost so much money. I don't even like to say yeah. how much it cost. Ounces of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I'm thinking like, well, this computer has to last 10 years in order for me to justify mm. what it cost. Yeah. And the irony is like, you know, a lot of the programs I use are, are Adobe, mm. which I could easily just mm. switch over to a, you know. Yeah. I, I just think if I put a few grand into, like, a PC, I would just have, like, a mm. top-end awesome PC. Totally, yeah. But whatever. That's a topic for the future, unless, like, Macs, for <laughs> no reason, become half price, which yeah, doesn't usually I'd, happen. To be honest, like, I'm... I hate the fact that you can't change the batteries on laptops anymore. Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't handle it. You, you, you buy a premium product you want to have for 10 years, but you can't because you can't change the battery anymore. It's so fucked up. It's like you can throw it away in, in three or four years. There was a store that was near me that I had them um, install, like a new hard drive, because I use an iMac. Mm. You know, it, it's fine. Like, I can't do it myself. I mean, the one time I tried mm. to install a hard drive myself didn't go well. Yeah, that's, yeah. But yeah, it is frustrating that you can't do it yourself. Like, there's something nice about mm. the PC where you're literally just, like, clicking in new components yourself, and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, uh, I really don't like the the fact like with smartphones you can't change batteries anymore and it's kind of normal people accepted it that you can't change the batteries but I think that's uh, that's not cool (laughs) (laughs) no it's not cool you have to throw it away you have to throw a a good phone away because the battery died that's wrong with the world you know (laughs) especially considering the environmental aspect of it as well yeah exactly we should want to have our devices for as long as possible instead of uh, just tossing them right yeah it's just not not right Destroy to create. You have to destroy the the phone to create a new one. It's like my latest (laughs) album, you know. (laughs) It's nice to tie it all back into the theme. (laughs) Well, look, man, listen, we can probably wind this down. We've been talking for a while. Is is there anything we didn't talk about that you uh, wanted to talk about? No, no, no. It was a nice talk. I think everything is sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I like to do with this show. It's like if I can end every program on a downer, that's my mission. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nothing to say anymore. No, but it was fine of you. Anything to ask me? Like, we didn't talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, very much. Do you want, do you want to talk about Arnold? <laughs> we can. Uh, no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> lately, I, I, I see him quite often on Facebook, and he seems like a cool guy, you know? 
No, I've like, always liked Arnold. I like Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 uh, and he's also in a bunch of my favorite movies, so that's yeah. that's always helpful. <laughs> Think about it. Fucking Terminator 1 and 2 and Predator yeah. and uh, well, you know, True Lies is a fun film. I guess those True are all Lies. like James Cameron movies, but uh Twins with Danny DeVito. Yeah, no, Twins is funny. Uh what what's the uh, uh Total Recall I enjoy? Last Action Hero with ACDC soundtrack. Last Action Hero <laughs> is actually a movie that's aged better than cuz I know I know when it came out it was sort of people were just like Last Action Hero is a really stupid movie True, but it's not bad like it actually has some clever things in it mm. I mean it's not mm. great <laughs> like it's not like one of his like stronger movies but it's not as shitty as I think people made it out to be at the time although I don't like the kid but I, I don't usually like <laughs> kids in movies at all like I'm just they always are kind of shitty kids are in movies or in general um, <laughs> gotta be careful here. Um, no, in, in movies, I, I don't like TV and and movie kids because they, they always talk smarter than they would. You know, like you'll see like yeah. some kid who's like seven, and then they're like saying witty things, especially in exactly. sitcoms. True, it's 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 like I, I talk to my girlfriend. It's it's so funny how kids act in 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 movies and stuff. Like they like grown ups um wrote the the stuff they have to say, but kids would never act like this in real world. No, no, no. My kids, they they just don't think this way yeah they don't walk know? in and say like i mean sometimes they say funny stuff like they do mm. a lot actually like i do laugh a lot uh, with my children but like yeah it's never like well written witty stuff it's it's True. it's, yeah. it's, it's mostly the- nonsense especially when they're young yeah like you know on stupid sitcoms where like some four-year-old mm. walks in and like says some witty <laughs> remark and you're like yeah. no what four-year-olds do is they walk in the room and just tell you that they fucking piss their pants and shit the bed i mean that's <laughs> yeah. that's what they True. say they don't walk in and have you clever <laughs> things about relationships and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> and if they're not saying it then i'm waking up going guys i just pissed the bed because <laughs> uh, i don't know what that joke even means <laughs> I, I still pee the bed power nerd that's what <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> but look man listen it was it mm-hmm. was nice to chat with you yeah same here keep on uh, making cool music i will and uh, and we'll play it on the show man that's that's what we do here perfect there's a dog a dog the dog upstairs has now been barking i hear him non-stop for <laughs> christ has it been 40 minutes jeez those dogs listen i hear him a strange dog it hasn't stopped it's been 40 minutes Interesting. How can they keep on barking that long? I don't know. Like it's not I, healthy. I don't understand how dogs can do that because, like, don't they have vocal sure. cords? Like, if if I did that yeah. for forty minutes, like, I wouldn't be yeah. able to talk for a month. You have to try it. You don't know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's time to conduct the the, the world's most important experiment. <laughs> I will listen. Yeah. Start right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude, listen. You have a lovely uh, Vienna day. You and lovely. Canadian day. I shall. And uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, and that was my conversation with Power Nerd. I hope you enjoyed that. That was a fun one. Uh, I enjoyed chatting with him. So here's the deal. Next week 
it will appear as though we are on a break for a week, but really what's happening is I am editing an episode that has like eight guests or something, and it's probably going to end up being a four-hour show. So don't worry if next week you're like, how come Beyonce isn't showing up in my feed or whatever? It will, and when it does, it's a big, long show. The only reason why I'm not splitting it up, because I mentioned this on Discord, and they're like, why don't you just break it up into a few episodes? Because the show has a theme, and it will all make sense when it comes out. That's all I have to say, all right? So all of you have a lovely day. Uh, I started watching What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show, and it's very funny. So that's what I'm doing when I'm not editing. And if you want to support Beyond Synth, please go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or check out uh, beyondsynth.com and click on the PayPal option. There is a way to do monthly donations on PayPal, like my awesome PayPals, like I mentioned at the start of the show. And there's also like a PayPal me as well. I just realized I never really say that. So now you know, the more you know, etc. Anyways, listen, have a lovely weekend. You're all cool. Stay safe. And Beyond Synth will return next, next Tuesday with a jumbo episode, which you won't be able to listen to in one sitting. Watch me like... I actually go back and listen to the interviews and they're terrible and I end up editing them down to like five minutes each. (laughs) Which, hey man, that would be a cool surprise. Okay. All right, we're done. We're done, right? All right, we're done. I'm out of here. Hey man, you gotta do a proper sign-off. This is bullshit. so unprofessional. Don't you dare call me. Now, why do I have an accent in this skit? (laughs) All right, I'll see y'all later. It's been Beyond Synth and you've been cool. Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you.